Welcome to Not A UX Designer. This is a podcast on everything UX design and how it works. I am your host, Farima Henry. The following is a quick discussion on some of the things that you need to look out for and be mindful of when hiring a UX designer. If you are to advise um, a client, so let's say I'm a, I'm a startup company uh, based in Johannesburg and I've heard this buzzword in the market and I really want to explore, you know, uh, what UX design can do for my company. What, what advice would you, would, you, would you give me from somebody who's been in the market and, you know, who's practicing UX design? Um, themselves you know what would you tell me as a business person who wants to engage with a UX designer what are some of the things that to look out for what are some of the things that I should ask and what are some of the things that I should already know before I engage with UX designers are we, what's that, are we talking about like small, small to medium sized <laughs> um, Well, no. I could be a manager in a in a large corporate, you know, mm. but um, I'm I'm really new to 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 the term UX design, and I would want to start engaging with some with some salespeople selling me UX design or some freelance UX designers, anybody within the UX space, you know. Uh, what are some of because this this um, anything new? It's almost like you know buying your first car. You, you almost want to know what are the things you should ask the dealer, how do you go about the deal, you know, uh, what are some of the things that you should really be knowledgeable about if you're going to engage with a UX designer from a business perspective, what mindset do you have to be in, um, what do you need to be aware about? I think just be open to to that mind shift because as an entrepreneur like you said a startup or a manager in a big corporation you mostly think process and bottom line you don't necessarily yes you know there's an end user and you by blind faith you think people are gonna buy that product because it's very well conceived you know the vision is there and it's set and you think it's gonna work but I think that mind shift of having to say before everything else have you considered that the user will experience it this way and not necessarily the way you've thought of i think that's the key to start the conversation uh, jumping on so, the back of that yeah. is, is just um sort of creating a line item on on your budget for this ux design it's not something that most companies factor into their budgets mm-hmm going forward and it's not a cheap it's not a 5,000 exercise I just think like it, it depends on the type of business like if you're a small to medium sized business let's say like a coffee shop for example if you've really found a niche in your market and you've really done you've worked out that you you figured something you figured something out that your competitors haven't figured out yet and you, you your your product is selling like your shop, your, if you're running a coffee shop, your shop is full all the mm-hmm. time. Chances are you won't need our services because you, you've got the needs of your customers at heart already. But if you are trying to open a sushi shop in an area that that 
say for example, doesn't like sushi, like the middle of a, of a small farm town, for example, that are more, sure. you know, if you're not... Middle of Boxburg. Yeah, middle of, well, yeah, let's say for example, the, the market you're in is wanting something completely different to what you're selling. Um, I think it doesn't matter what UX designer you're trying to approach, they're, they're going to call you out on what your problems are and it's going to be a costly exercise for something that you probably could have figured out on your own. But at a more corporate level or a, a, a big industry sort of you know, business that, that that's probably looking to try and disrupt bigger companies than themselves, then it, we can assist and help facilitate and speed up and grease those wheels in terms of how you can come up with more innovative products a lot faster and fail a lot faster to be able to figure out the right and wrong ways of doing things. I'm just intrigued by what you just said because, and I mean, it's true to how we think of UX to a certain extent. Mm. We, we think of it as a remedial science of sorts or as a reactive you know discipline of solving problems and i'm, I'm actually thinking now could we use ux on a more proactive basis oh, instead of having of to wait for problems to exist mm-hmm. in the coffee shop example yes. you say it's full people are enjoying themselves it's doing well mm-hmm. but can't we think of ux as a continuous improvement yeah, sort of yeah. uh, methodology that we could use to apply and even propel business even further mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's something that just sort of now you know. oh 100% yeah, like yeah. to be my one of my favorite I mean I ma- named the man after I mm-hmm. named my son after the man I named the man <laughs> Gordon Ramsay in my mind is the ultimate UX designer yeah because he can walk into a business and walk out of it 24 hours later and completely transform yeah. it. Because A, he does the research. First thing he does when he gets there, he doesn't try and change the menu or try and redesign the logo or the outside. He does, he tastes the food. He talks to customers. He goes outside of the business surrounding area. And have you heard of so-and-so restaurant? Yes, I have. The food's crap. Why do you think it's crap? Oh, they're, they're terrible service there and the food made me throw up. So immediately, He's getting his research out of the way. Once he's done his research, he starts to go in and, and get strategic about like, okay, these are all the problems. Yeah. These are the needs of the customers. How do we, how can we be strategic? Okay, you are a sushi restaurant in the middle of the Boxburg and you shouldn't be. You need to sell steak because there's moving cows across the road, you know? Yeah. So he turns the business around and gets strategic about it. Yeah. And then it's a, then it's easy. Then he, then he, he just designs it, turns it around. And, and it's like, cool that so, you actually mentioned the different things that we're talking about, you know? Yes. He does a little bit of needs, you know, analysis yes, yes. and discovery, goes out and does his, you know, research and validation with yeah, people yeah. around to see if they actually want to buy sushi from here, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and then does the work, I mean, which is that design piece and that sort of thing. I mean, it's 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 very, it's very, you know, there, there's nothing formal about it. He's not yes. putting sticky notes out. He doesn't have time mm. for that type of thing. But it, it, it speaks to what you were saying. Mm. Like you can speaks be to the process. You yeah. could be proactive very quickly and very mm, easily yeah. and turn businesses around and mm. that's the type of thing that excites me being mm. able to see real yeah. fundamental on the ground mm. change very quickly but you know it also it also comes down to like we're not going to have restaurants walking in, in our specific environment asking us for our services so do you think yeah. that is is sort of like a south african market thing because if you look at at um, other countries so like the usa for example right we have some of the best um companies that came out of you know 
uh, startup environments like mm. Uber, for example, mm. you know, and there's a lot of um, UX contribution that has been made into that company, you know, from a startup perspective. Mm. Do you see that as a South African market thing that the smaller companies, um, is it that they cannot afford UX design or is it something that is not fit to 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 sell within the smaller companies? How do you see that? I think yeah. the, the businesses that are small like that themselves require the owners to think like UX designers themselves if they're going to be successful because they can't, if they're yeah. not thinking the way that we're thinking, mm. they're they're in trouble. Really. So but, business but owners guys, should yeah. be UX designers. Mm. In my yeah. mind, yeah. Well, at least <laughs> I, I think they be able to empathize with their customers. But the thing with like Uber and those guys is that like they might be startups, but they've been funded with millions of millions of dollars in the States, you know. Mm. Our companies don't get seed funding of, you know, he has $10 million, like spend it on whatever you want kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that's the challenge as the yeah. funding and stuff like that as well, yeah. that a, a company might you know, and they, they have to literally sell a product to fund their UX, which mm. is different to yeah. here's cash for nothing and yeah. hopefully we get a return. Yeah, I mean, right on the money there. Mm. Our, our entrepreneurial process in this country is very different mm. from the context of the US. And I mean, Silicon Valley is way more established than whatever business hub or incubations that we have in South Africa. And that's our reality. Definitely, yeah. And that environment dictates to how we perceive or internalize UX, you know, as an important element to how we form business and you know, go to market yeah. and the way we develop our products. So, yeah. So, going back, can I go back to your question like the sure. earlier? So, f- for me, like advice, and I don't know if it's advice, I don't know if I should be giving advice, especially financial advice, you know, because this is not financial advice, this well, is just a... We are but, not thinking at all, but, but I think, I think the, 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 the big thing for someone who's not really familiar with UX and wants some advice is to really understand what do you need in your business, you know, because, and understand what people can really offer you, because there's a very kind of like there's a lot of confusion around people oh, I'm a UX designer when they've been a graphic designer their whole life and they've never actually understood and a UX designer is really about the user you know um, so I think that's like a big thing uh, some guys are UX designers who you know feel that they're more UI and they can do wonderful graphics and that kind of stuff but that's not really the case you know and I think there's different skill sets some people are really fortunate that they can do both exceptionally well and I think Guys are getting better at doing both as well, but really understand what is your what is your need as a business. You know, um, do, do I need somebody to come in and to understand what my users are doing, how they interacting with my products, what products do they want from us in the future, all of that kind of stuff. If you, if that's really what you're looking for, then I think you go look for a UX designer. Then you find somebody who who's willing to get stuck and get you know the hard work done in terms of going and interviewing customers. You know, not being scared to to bring the user's voice throughout the organization as well. You know, those are the traits you want from a UX designer, not someone who's going to buckle under pressure and just say, "That's fine, you're the boss, run with it." You know, they're actually going to put good good documentation together of the user and bring the user's voice into the organization. So I'd be like, that's the kind of advice I would give to somebody um, if they're looking at a UX designer, you cool. know, or wanting to bring UX into their organization. But you know, UX is not just a it's not just a thing that you do in your organization ux actually needs to become like a part of your organization you know and the user has to become part of everything that your organization does otherwise you're literally just going to be building products that the organization wants and not the user i've got this great graph that you can cut into the 
video, which I've always loved to refer back to when it comes to the maturity level of UX in businesses or organizations. And, um, you know, at, at the bottom of the pyramid, you know, UX is unrecognized. It's seen as something that's not important. We're not, we don't know what it is. Um, it's something that we, we might have heard in conversation, but we're not really acknowledging it. On a second level, it's interested. So the UX is important, but it has it receives little funding. So it's probably a small line item on the quotation that's sort of thrown in. And it's given, it's a buzzword. It's interesting, but it's not really given the attention it needs. On the invested level, UX is very important and formalized programs sort of emerge. So there's processes that come into place and so on and so forth. At a fourth level, they're committed, US is critical, and executives are actively engaged and involved. On fifth level, there's the engaged level where UX is one of the core tenants of the organization strategy. So we're getting to like the Ubers, the Netflix, that type of thing. And then finally on six, UX is the fabric of the organization, not discussed separately. Like it, it customers' needs are in every single conversation they have like that to me is a good way and i'll, I'll send this link to you or whatever it sort of breaks down the levels of how organizations so it doesn't help approaching an organization that's open to you uh, that isn't even open to ux to begin yeah with. on level on one. level one whereas if they're maybe on a three or a four we might stand a chance of sort of converting them to whatever we can offer. so going back into the context of the south african market mm -hmm. right where do you see that the where do you see the majority of the market being uh, on those six levels that you just took us through i think a lot of online businesses that are thriving really well and maybe one or two major corporates or maybe on a five or six like i'd see a woolworths at maybe a five or a six okay take a lot.com maybe on a four or a five um but they're definitely in terms of an international standard there, there's very few i think the major big corporates and the big organizations like i don't know i think anything governmentally run like a tel like telcom escom they're on level one they don't you know they're it, canceling with telcom is probably the most painful thing i've ever tried yes. to do you know. don't you think they actually designed that user experience to be terrible so that on you can talk them yeah, yeah so, so that you can cancel anything yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe who knows maybe I'm like to believe it's incidental I, I like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always vice and half full yeah but you never know maybe they you know there's some there's some little gremlin that, that told them that his job cool. is to try and rip customers <laughs> off Designed for evil. Designed yeah. for evil, yes. And yeah, that's one thing that um, we try and not do. Maybe make a podcast. Yeah, not on, not on this team. <laughs> yeah, that is a good idea.